His brother is blaming the railing for him trying to save a volleyball. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he's trying to save a volleyball, and there's a railing. I mean, I'm an attorney, so I, I could see that maybe they should have a, a warning on the railing. Don't try to save your volleyball. You know, we'll, we'll reimburse you. From the smallest room in New York City. Call this number if you need a volleyball. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A mom is being held in a disturbing, violent Brooklyn attack, and she's apparently thrown her two young children out the window. Uh, one's a newborn, who's now in grave condition, and uh, oh, one out of her second floor window. She's facing a, a attempted murder charges. Uh, her name is uh, unpronounceable. She's 24. Of Brownsville 1718, charged on Saturday with two counts of attempted murder, two counts of assault, two counts of reckless endangerment, and acting in a manner dangerous to a child younger than 17. Yeah, man are dangerous, throwing them out the window. Certainly. Not one, but two. There were two young children, including that newborn, like I said. I guess the other one turned out to be okay. It was only a second floor window. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily even a crime. Uh, she allegedly tossed her naked children from the fire escape of her Rockaway Parkway apartment. Ooh, 11 a.m. on the Saturday before jumping to the ground and continuing to harm the newborn girl. She jumped down after them and started. <laughs> wow. Kept going. Damn. That's got to be like a ghetto water slide or something. <laughs> you just throw them off the fire escape. That's Anthony Loman. Is your name all right to say on here? Uh, we say. Yes, it's uh, done now. Sure. Okay, sure. Well, we can we can go with it, or we can I can get rid of it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> no worries. Uh, and. Uh, it's unbelievable here. Now, the girl, just a month old, she survived the two-story fall, but she was in critical condition. The two-year-old boy was a one-month-old, uh, like I said, one-month-old in critical condition, the girl. The boy, as two years old, he was left with non-life-threatening injuries. And, uh, yeah, so this woman's, uh, I'll give you her, I'll try, I'll attempt her name, uh, Dehane Jarrell. Amazing. And, uh, like, her picture looks like it's from, like, you know, 1961 or something. It's <laughs> odd. She's dressed very old-fashioned. You don't expect this from uh, somebody like that. We haven't had a lot of women throwing their babies out their windows in, in recent times. And, and you would think there would have been a lot with COVID. I always have my eyes looked upwards. You know, I always wanted to catch a baby. I feel <laughs> like that would uh, get you a lot of credit, you know? Yeah, you got to dodge the AC and, <laughs> and, and, Catch a baby, though. Yeah, I know. You're the king of the city if you catch a baby. You think so? <laughs> it all depends, I guess. You know? I mean, and no, you're, you're definitely you're definitely the shit if you do that. That's a good point. What are the chances, though, somebody's going to be down there, like, looking up, you know, waiting for the baby to come down? It's like, these things are hard to predict. I know, but if it did, though, I mean, you'd be the fucking man for a good week. Yeah. Shit, yeah. A good week. You'd get uh, you'd get free pizza at some Staten Island pizzeria <laughs> or something. Uh, you get a couple of baseball tickets. You would uh, get to meet the mayor. You probably get to keep the baby. I mean, that's probably a given. <laughs> it's not a get to. You have to. It's, you're you're officially the, the the guardian of the kid. Uh, the girl was rushed to a hospital where she was being uh, what, treated for a skull fracture. Wow, swelling of the brain. That's some serious shit. I, I you wouldn't think a newborn man. I don't know. I'm pretty impressed with this. Could survive at all. I mean, it's a, you think that uh, a baby can die pretty easy, but I mean, I guess they got those like rubber bones at that age or something like that. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, you put a baby in the crib with a blanket wrong and it chokes to death. You know, it's. Uh, oh yeah, they're fragile in bed. You, you, you breathe wrong on the baby in the wrong, the wrong way, and it's over. Mics are real hot too, so I like the way you sit there with your mouth closed. You know, not a lot of people do that. They like start anybody. If you lick your lips, it's like fucking. It's that's it. The show's over. That now, slimy, wet, disgusting, yeah, vile sound. Yes, it's like a, what, what do they call that? Some people fall asleep to that shit or something, and they find it calming. Oh, ASMR. Yeah, that's so sick strange. Yeah. Sick fox. That's one of the things though. It's like this little smacking noise. Oh. <laughs> 
I don't find it relaxing at all. I'm like, hey, stop sounding like that. Or oh, that sound of smacking and slobbery. If it's like a finger in a pussy, maybe. Like, <laughs> you know, I could I could sort of do that. I don't know about that even. Maybe that would keep me up. The administration for child services. Well, they have custody of the children, so you did. apparently uh, there was nobody there to catch. Administration of children's services. You know, that's uh, parents have to deal with them from time to time. I think that they've gotten a lot more uh, during COVID and shit. They're talking to people now. I think who don't even have any problems or issues or something. They're just like, what's up with your baby? What's up with your baby? Do you have a pediatrician for your baby? I mean, they've become pretty invasive. They, the state wants your kids. Yeah, it's kind of a... I worked for them for a year, actually, believe it or not, back when I was in uh, college. You worked for them? Yeah. What did you do? Like a caseworker? So my job was to fire all the caseworkers because they had to go once a month to check on the kids. And, you know, they would fake it all the time. So they would... Uh, Oh, you know, I went there, no one was home. But, you know, you check their uh, computer because it's work for the city, everything is tracked. So, oh. you know, they would be on uh, playing Candy Crush the whole day. And I'd have their whole computer log, what they did the whole day. And oh. we'd try to get them fired. And eventually they would pay uh, They would pay them to quit. You know, they'd pay them $25,000 and say, quit, never come back. Can't work for us for five years. And then that's what they would do. My God, that's got to be pretty discouraging. Well, what would happen was they would, um, you know, of course, be assigned to check on these kids. And then, of course, they want it. And, you know, the kid would bounce off the street because someone threw him out the window. And then the city would be the ones that get sued for $20 million. And the city would have to pay out the giant settlement. So then the city is pissed. So then they go after the caseworkers and say, where were you? And then, you know, they were playing Candy Crush the whole month. And they weren't doing their inspections, so then that'd be my job to uh, get rid of them. I was just an intern, but, but uh, that was uh, it was a fun internship. But you give you give it was fun. You consider that fun? I wouldn't mind firing some people who weren't taking care of their job. I mean, you know, it sounds like it's a pretty important job. Well, I mean, it's basically impossible to fire anybody. So you know, it's uh, everybody's a school teacher in New York, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I have, my own, I have my own issues with them as well. I mean, yeah, the rubber room and everything that you cannot get rid of a public school teacher. I think they should all be charter schools. Those that they do much better. Why not just do them all that way? Well, because the teachers union is very powerful. They give a lot of, of money. And fuck them. Fuck the teachers union. Fuck teachers. I mean, if you're a public school teacher and you're doing a shitty job, in what other profession do you get that kind of forgiveness? Or what if you just refused to work for two years and then you demanded a vaccine and then you said you'd go back to work and then after that you still didn't go back to work and then everyone else that was uh, in the whole city had to uh, quit their jobs to raise their kids because you refused to work. Yeah. I mean, what if what if hypothetically that happened? God, that would be that, crazy. I would happened. hate it. I would hate it for you guys. I'd hate it for anybody. You know, I mean, like I'd hate it for the city. Why should they be affecting things like that? The schools are not. Uh, are they not open? Are they not? Is that not happening now? I don't you even. Know, my, it's June now. Yeah, I mean, I, so my situation. The schools weren't open last year. They were. Uh, they were doing Zoom, and there was just no accommodations for anybody. So that was it. Well, they were talking about like it was this big thing. Like, oh, we have to make all these adjustments, do all this shit. No, all you got to do is open the fucking doors and send them in. It's like this. They they've taken this as an opportunity to just like go. No, we need to change. No, you need to just stop doing things. Maybe. The reopening is not that complicated. Not hard at all. No, you just start doing. You just forget this happened and go on with your life. That is single kid in New York City died from COVID. Like even a single one. I don't know a single one that ever died. I don't know if any of any of them died. They would have been all over the news with that if it was true. But oh yeah, they'd be fucking leading with it every night. Child blood, COVID, 
But uh, none of them, and there's never been a case of any of it being transmitted outdoors either. And yet, it's these fucking Manhattan idiots walking around with masks on outside. It doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I'm thinking that she was tired. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking she was tired of being alone, or maybe she was abused. Uh, neighbors were still rattled, it says, uh, uh, days later. She's been here for about three months. She was a good person, a, f- a family mother. <laughs> wow, sure. A family mother. Said Herman Moultrie, 62. Let her go. Yeah, I mean, hell, she's a family mother and a good person. Uh, She lives in the uh, building next door to Jarrell's family. Herman does, rather. Uh, She wasn't hanging out in the streets or anything. I never knew she had problems like this. I think she was tired of being alone, or maybe she was abused. So she was, it was, it's it's fault of a man either way, not being there or being there. Maybe her own mother threw her out off the roof of a, a building herself. In her day, it was considered standard. If you're thrown off the roof, then you'll throw your own kids off the roof. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. The kids, now with their timeouts and shit, you know what I mean? Remember when timeout was first discussed? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I do. And timeout was like, I've watched this shit happen very gradually. I think Gildery again, morning, like, oh yeah, I see all the steps along the way. One of them was timeout. Uh, another one was, uh, you know, uh, peanut allergies, uh, helmets, fucking helmets. Uh, that seemed like a, a fucking, if you were a kid with a bike helmet on, you were just basically a fucking gay. I think we murdered them all in, in my grades. You know, I don't, I don't think there was any left by the time I uh, got out of high school. Yeah. There might now, have been one early on. It doesn't even look funny now to see. A, I mean, you would, you'd be like, well, no helmet, you know, yeah. <laughs> ruffians. Uh, so Agatha, uh, we'll, we'll hear her quote. She's 62. Uh, out to foie. She lives uh, on the same block there. She added, I've lived here for five years, and I've never heard of anything like this happening here. Trying to take up for the neighborhood, you know what I mean? This, is, yeah. this sort of thing doesn't happen in Brownsville. It's usually just shootings. Very rarely do we throw our babies off the roof. I ain't heard of it in five years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens now and then. But. Like it's, uh, it's very difficult to tell what someone's state of mind is, especially when they have two young kids. Well, I don't think that's true. Why, why would it, especially if they have two young kids, why does it make it hard to tell what their state of mind is? Uh, Carl Chin, who lives in a row house and is going to get punched in the face any day now, uh, adjoining Jarrell's apartment uh, courtyard, he rushed to wrest the baby out of her arms. She, uh, she, that's, you know, like you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't grab a baby from a lady that's, uh, yeah, not looking good for Mr. Chin there. Maybe should have, uh, you know, done the, the fucking stork position or something. Uh, what is it? The, the, some kind of karate kid shit. She, she, uh, crane kick. I maybe? figured, yeah, crane kick. That's what I <laughs> I <know>. Stark position. <laughs> well, wait, his name is Chin, right? So he's got to be fucking. Seeing Chinese. He grabbed, uh, she grabbed hold of the two kids, proceeded to hurt them more. Chong. So she had the baby in her grip, and I had to take the baby out of her grip and hold her until the uh, police. Okay, so I guess he managed to do something. As she was trying to oh, hurt so her children. so this was on the street, it sounds like. This was after she chucked him. She yeah. went down to finish him off. Jumped down <laughs> off the fire escapes. Oh, God damn it. That is nuts. That, I've never heard of that. I mean, that's dogged pursuit. That's like Terminator-style shit. Why are you bouncing off the street like that? Stop bouncing off the street. <laughs> Why are you jump out of my arms? <laughs> Well, you got to lay down the law. You can't have your kids jumping out of your arms. Quit brain swelling. I'll give you something to brain swell about. Chin 41 said the mother told him that she was tired of being herself. Tired of being by herself. Said the mother told him she was tired of being by herself. That's all it is. She's lonely after the shocking incident, which uh, he said left his family scared and traumatized. So that's like, man, a lonely woman throws her kids. Being tired of being by yourself is not the time to get rid of the only two family members you have. Well, You'll be even more by yourself. 
Tired of lying on that dating app. No kids. Well, she, yeah, tired of that. Tired of like having to fucking f- do all the work, feed them, cl- be with them, play with them. You know, throw them off the fucking thing. It's it's. Uh, you're a parent. I mean, I don't know if you want to discuss it or not. Oh, being absolutely. a parent. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's it? Uh, what, what's the worst thing and what's the best thing? Oh, I mean, the worst thing is uh, probably my son being uh, playing with creeps on uh, Minecraft. But you know, you hear some guy that's just like speaking in uh, Swahili or you know we never now and then you get a guy that's like oh my avatar is a girl because I'm a woman I am a trans woman uh, this is my expression and you know you're playing with your six-year-old kid and you're like what the fuck is going on in there what so it's a wild west on the PlayStation network you know every every other word is the n-word so I had no idea you know, that's how kids be you know, and, and so, <laughs> you know, it's and like, so what's the uh, best thing? That- oh, the best thing? I don't know. I mean, it's all good. It's uh, having a, a bridge to the future. Your your line doesn't end in extinction and coldness and oblivion. So, you know, all that I stuff. See, I kind of like that. I've sort of embraced <laughs> you know, that. Just- I think it's best. I don't know, though. I mean, like, uh, I see your point. Maybe it would be good to lay some seeds down, like, maybe just before I die. I, I don't need my whole lifetime to enjoy it and, 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 and slash, you know, deal with it. I mean, a monkey fucked a monkey, which fucked another monkey since the beginning of time. And eventually they evolved into humans, and every human ancestor fucked another human. And then it led to you, and then... They did so much fucking. It ends in this apartment here in the West Village. This is all ends in cigarettes and smoke and podcasts. <laughs> There's nothing left after that. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, when you put it that way. A fear perhaps shared by millions of New Yorkers becomes reality. Rapper French Montana's driver's 30... His driver has a $300,000 watch. French Montana. Do you own French He's Montana? My, my favorite rapper. Number one. Yeah, me too. He had a $40,000 chain. They were snatched from him at gunpoint outside a posh... Chelsea Hotel, Sunday morning, days after a violent Brooklyn man was shot and killed outside the same hotspot. Well, it's, it's turning into a hotbed of crime here in Chelsea. So the uh, Bronx-raised hip-hop star, his uh, 18-year-old driver, was standing by his vehicle outside the, the Dream downtown on West 16th Street. Holy shit, that's wow. very nearby. And uh, that's a nice hotel. I've stayed in it before, one Valentine's Day. I took the wife there, and uh, we made love it, was, it turned into makeup sex because we, I mean, it was what it, it, she fucking pissed me off. It's like this hotel, it's very nice, it's bigger than our fucking apartment, you know, and ordered room service and all that shit. And then she's like, Could you tweet something about Valentine's Day? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I got so outraged by that. And then uh, fucked her. So uh, when the driver refused to take off this pricey thing, because, you know, the guy came up, he was like, uh, Give it to me. Uh, $40,000 gold Cuban link chain. I mean, why are you wearing forty grand around your neck? Was this the rapper or the driver? The driver. This is just his driver. His, his driver had a $300,000 watch. He had, he had three hundred forty thousand dollars worth of bling on his uh, person, and he's just the driver. I mean, you're, and you know your driver's not wearing better shit than you, right? So, I mean, like, he's probably got all kinds of fucking money on him. I, mean, I guess that's a good move to rob the driver if... The rapper, he's probably got a gun or something, or a bodyguard. Some shit. the driver, jeez. What's the driver going to do? What's he going to do? He didn't give it up right away. He refused to take off the pricey necklace. Uh, one of the assailants flashed a gun, fired a single shot into the ground. I guess that's what did it. Cop said the victim handed over the chain, as well as his $300,000 uh, worth of, what, Richard Mill watch. you know that brand? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's that, what I wear every day. Richard... <laughs> 
you got to pick one that goes with your outfit. Sure. Uh, they're both wearing black masks, by the way. They ran away. So 36-year-old Montana, he was born a Kareem, uh, Kareem Carbach. He was standing at the, uh, you know, he was sta- staying there at the hotel. So the arm blink snatching comes after this. It was a guy shot there the other day. So yeah, I mean, like, it's this is a nice neighborhood. You don't expect a, a lot of this kind of bullshit. I mean, I'm just surprised to hear that there's a, that kind of jewelry around. It. The money that people have. I mean, it's really <laughs> three hundred grand for a. A cabbie, I mean, what's that, 40 years of cabbing, you know, for one watch or something? Yeah, you know, they're upside down in these fucking loans to get these, uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, fucking the, the uh, what do they have to have to run, the, the medallions? The medallions used to cost so much, and then Uber came along, fucked them over, they're driving off bridges. And you know what happened is I was, uh, I had a few divorce cases back in the day. And uh, the wives will go after the medallions. I mean, that's their big asset. So holy shit! You come here from uh, Haiti, and you you uh, spend your whole life trying to get a medallion. And then as soon as you get one, you marry some chick from Haiti. Oh. And then when you get divorced, they get half of it. It's worth wow. like three quarters of a million dollars. So. Yeah, it was when you bought it, you know, and that's what you're paying for it. Yeah, and I'm mean, sure they fuck you over on that too. I don't. They know about it too. I mean, it's, the, the lawyers won't drop it. You know, they want half. If you're from Haiti, you're used to bad luck. At least there's that. You know, I mean, that is the most bad luck country. You turn into a zombie when you die. Nothing good ever happened in Haiti. I don't think. I mean, like the the, the they had the the slave revolution. They became a slave nation, and then they agreed to pay reparations to their former masters for the property that they lost. <laughs> They killed all the white people, and then uh, Napoleon Bonaparte, I think, said, hey, you guys are finished unless you pay. And then they've been paying it since, you know, I think, thanks to Napoleon. You'll never be a country (laughs) until we say you're a country. I'd be like, fuck the UN. You know what I mean? We that's that's fine. It's like it, we're it's gonna cost us money to be in the UN. Fuck this shit. Didn't the Clintons also uh, steal all their money once? Wasn't that a thing? Clinton? The Clintons. Oh, the Clintons. Yeah. The, no, they stole a few of their kids, I think, and uh, did oh, yeah. some black magic uh, pedophile pedophile shit on them or something. So, somebody got to kill them and fuck them. I think. I mean, where are you gonna get kids in large quantities, and low prices? <sighs> it's like the Costco. For <laughs> it <fucking> is <laughs> victims. Uh, it's because uh, nobody cares what happened. You know, it's supposed to be one of the safest. I think it's the safest country in uh, what do you call it? The Caribbean now, though. Uh, I, I can't imagine that's true at all. <laughs> I, mean. I, was, I was told by their tourism oh, uh, video. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do I know? I mean, but uh, we'll educate you. Uh, what the hell difference does it make? We're uh, New York City is uh, we're in the last days of New York, as you guys know. If you heard the last episode with Seth Barron, last days of New York, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, I did, and I do not regret it. Last days of New York. It's, it's not really referring to as he was saying the last. It's it's a time when the comfort of living in New York is is over. It's the last days of the Bloomberg, you know, uh, Giuliani era, and uh, that's that's what we've experienced. You know, it, it it felt like a mall when I moved here. And uh, now it feels like an old mall. Sure does. Yeah. Everyone got what they wanted. Everyone got exactly New what York they wanted. New York went straight back. Yeah, crazy, right? It, I saw a pimp on the, on, the, on the subway the other day. Nice, it looked like a nice. real live fucking red suit, <laughs> big feather in his hat, pimp. Uh, got a, looks like a good Samaritan was stabbed five times when he tried to break up a brawl in a Manhattan subway station. 34-year-old victim was on the northbound A-train platform, 59th Street, Columbus Circle Station, around 11.20 p.m. Uh, Wednesday when he got in the middle of a squabble between a man and a woman. Don't get in the middle of a squabble. No way, man. It, a squabble doesn't sound that serious. It's fucking serious. A man and a woman? 
shit. Side with the man. You know, you're not going to get your ass beat. You yeah. Know, get on his team. Well, let's see what because you know, you're going to take up for the what? That's what. Uh, that's, 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 that's the whole. That's the move. You have to be white knighting. You can't be like joining the guy and beating the shit out of the lady. I mean, if you join in, what are, what are you a black knight? What happens then? Hey, look, I can choose my side to fight on, you know. She probably did something. Come on. Look, we know he would not be fighting with her (laughs) if it wasn't for her. Does he really want to be fighting in the middle of the subway? Come on. No, no. She pushed him. It's a squabble. It's not a one-sided thing. He's not just screaming at her. Uh, So the man stabbed a guy five times in the torso uh, when he got in the middle of the squabble. And uh, a wounded victim hopped on an A-train and got off the 125th Street where he reported the incident. Wow, he just just stabbed five times. He went and reported it before he went to the hospital. Sure. Louis Carrera, 42, and uh, Danielle Elliott, 32. That's a nice 10-year separation. That's about right. Not quite my separation, but... What's your separation? 14, 15 years. <laughs> That's a little bit of a big one. I think I've got about that, too, actually. Let's see. 36 up to 49. No, that's only 13. Yeah, but that's about... Yeah, so they were assault and other crime. Assault? What does it take to get attempted murder? Stabbing a guy five times? One it's more not... time, they would have been in trouble. Yeah. That's 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 where they draw the line. It's probably a fat guy. You just stab him in the stomach. It's kind of a funny little joke. Like he's a Pillsbury doughboy. He <laughs> <laughs> just hee 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 hee. All that fat. It's just his organs are in there somewhere. I'm assuming about this. A heartless mugger punched an 82 year old stranger in the head, then ripped off the man's cane inside a Lower East Side bodega. This week, as a video revealed that the elderly victim was inside the Big Apple food market on Clinton Street near East Broadway at about 6.20 a.m. Wednesday buying a cup of coffee when well, the stranger walked up to him and demanded money. That's what a lot of strangers walk up and demand money. Yeah, why do you rob someone in a store, though? That makes no sense. you think that would be a way to get your head beaten with a bat from the bodega owner or... You're on camera, at least. I mean, it seems it seems like a bad move, but whatever. Yeah, you're going to be... Well, you're on camera everywhere here. That's true. You know, I can't get away with anything. I mean, like, but uh, you, you have a better chance, I guess, outdoors. Yeah, I mean, that whole, that whole area, though, is all projects. It's all, like, uh, Samuel Gompers' houses there. It's all, like... It's, like, ghetto houses, and it's right next to the, uh, to the Chinatown, so... Samuel Gompers. Yeah, I mean that's where I used to live. You see a fight every every day. You know, we see you know Chinese people getting beat up because it's right by Chinatown and it's right by the projects. It's like mm. kind of. Uh, you got your Chinaman and my black man. Yeah, right? no one cares about the white guy. When they mix, be up. fine. But uh, hmm. well, this guy was uh, his victim was elderly. I don't know if they were Asian or not. Probably. I mean, that's that's East, that's that's Chinatown down there. That's sort of the play. You mean too? Yeah. So it's like the, Asian people are easy to. Uh, they, they seem pretty reasonable for the most part. You know what I mean? They, don't they have a reasonable air about them for the most part? I, yeah. I, they, they seem to. Not to say that anybody else is necessarily unreasonable by race, but, you know, the, the uh, Asians, have, they're, they're smaller, mm-hmm. more polite, more educated uh, sometimes. Soft on the fists, these little tiny old ladies. Mm-hmm. You're not going to break a knuckle. Soft just kind of mush into her head. and Yeah. I mean, an old person's always an easy victim. Of course. And so they, that's uh, opportunism. And then like, they just happen to be around a lot of Chinese people. Maybe that's it. I mean, I don't think... Do you think the Chinese people... Do you think there's actually a, a burst of Asian hate? Or do you think it's just that, like, yeah, they could report those, but they could also report, like, a whole bunch of uh, Hispanic ones or black no, ones? or of course. Of course it's always been there. This was just to uh, stick it to the anti-vaxxers. Like, this is what you did. You know, I mean, clearly... 
Oh, the Asians are. You you go to the Lower East Side in Chinatown. You see like these old ladies, and the police are taking their statement, and they got a bandage on their head. I mean, I would see that all the time. It was constant. Yeah, I think that it's uh, yeah. So it's nothing new. I think it's. Um, I think the reason why they're bringing up all this Asian hate stuff is because the Asians don't like what's going on here in New York City with the schools that they're trying to get rid of the uh, standards. Totally agree. Totally agree. And so now they need to keep them on the right team voting wise, right? So. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're Asian, you're uh, kicked out of schools. You can't get into the elite schools anymore because they want to make them just, you know, lottery system, no more merit system. Yeah, well, what could be more diverse than, than what they're doing now? Just like strictly, it's a, they don't even have names on those fucking things. It's just, uh, you know, it's a blind grading thing. Yeah, I know. I mean, but uh, why would you, you know, piss off all the black vote, all the Hispanic vote to get the Asian vote? It's not worth it for a politician. So, no, I mean, yeah, I think they had to get the Asians back on the team. You know, you're, you're people of color. You're part of the Democratic uh, umbrella here. Come on. You're permanent. That's it. Basically. You're not getting off the, the team here. I mean, uh, the uh, the blacks are, are they should be voting for uh, conservative candidates who will, uh, you know, who, who actually do. I think some of them still want to fix problems. I don't think any of these people want to fix any problems. I think they just want to exacerbate problems because that's the only explanation for the I things mean, that yeah. they do. The only thing. Well, you got to figure that the, uh, the the blacks are taken for granted. So, I mean, really, the, you know, the Hispanics and the Asians are a play a little bit. So. You know, the blacks are taken for granted. I mean, never more so than by Joe Biden when he goes, you ain't black. You're going to tell me. What a strange thing for him to say. I know about roaches. I learned, I love kids on my lap. I, had, I got these hairy legs. He just said, he babbled weird shit about four times. You go on any right wing website, they're like, oh my God, this is it. We're going to get the black vote. And then, you know, it's 98 to 2, as always. So. It went up, though. Oh, it did went, it go up to 98 to 3 or something? Had, I mean, had, had, wait, it was the highest black vote uh, for any candidate in the Republican Party since 1960 something, or for 60 years or something like that. It was a long time. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, I must, it obviously wasn't. Uh, you know, <laughs> a majority or anything like that. But you know, you read these, you read these right wing websites. You think he's going to win the black vote, and then it's you know ninety five no. to five and win it. But I mean, you thanks, know, really. Candace Owens, you did it. You it's know? a little more than that. But if they ever got it up to like fifteen percent, that would be enough. And and you know, black people vote in greater percentages than white people do. I had no idea. The, I but, thought it was the opposite. No, they, but they think that. Uh, the, but people like to go around and say the vote voting suppression thing. That's just not true. Let's see. We had a Washington Washington Square has been spiraling, spiraling out of control. Do you have, have you noticed this? I've actually been there uh, last weekend, and it wasn't crazy enough. I wanted to see pepper spray and rubber bullets, and I was a little disappointed. Well, uh, there was a guy down there who had a uh, like a taser and a knife, and he brandished them at, at, during again a squabble, and uh, which I guess is one of the posts like you great euphemism words for fucking all out brawl, and. Uh, there was a stampede to get away from him, and mm-hmm. he's charged with like you know some sort of a crime now. He says it was in self-defense, but they they cut him loose, but he was arrested and charged. Uh, you know, I follow all the protest uh, channels on Telegram and social media. I, I want to see the uh, cops pepper spraying and beating people, and I get disappointed every time. I've I've nev- never seen it yet. You know. Yeah. We, we showed up last week and ready for it. Nothing. Just as spectators, right? We just want to see people being hurt by the police. And I would love to see Rounded up and screams and wails. Man. You can't touch me. This is what democracy looks like. We want to see all that. And then yeah. you know, we wait for hours. Like, come on, please swoop in. And then, and you know, then they don't. You, really... never, you never know when they're going to come in. You know, they come in hard when they do. Like we were there at um, 
I remember when they took over downtown by City Hall for like a month. I was always there. I was like, this is Occupy, the night. Occupy, you're talking about Occupy? I would sit there for hours. I'm like, come on, cops, you know, bring in the paddy wagons, oh, bring was, in the riot squad. I know what you're talking about. That wasn't Occupy. That was, yeah. I it was. It was Occupy City Hall. City Hall, right, but not not the one from 2011 or whatever, <clears> but just a couple of years ago. They trashed all the courthouses. Yeah. They were trashing City Hall. They were spray painting like ACAB on the middle of City Hall, fuck the pigs on the courthouse, and the cops just watched it for months. And it became this just a degenerate homeless fucking flop scene. Yeah, there was people like getting raped and doing heroin in the middle of the middle of uh, the middle of City Hall, like the City Hall Park. That was totally occupied by bombs. <laughs> it was getting dangerous too. And then eventually, at four a.m. one day, the cops just swooped in and fire hoses and kicked everyone out and sprayed it all down, and that was it. They threw all their shit in the garbage. And yeah. then, uh, that was it. But I, I was waiting for, I work right by there. So I was there every night, like, come on, come on. And, uh, but the riot cops came in at four in the morning one day and I missed it. I was, I was crushed. You got to get there early or stay late, I suppose. I like, wanted to get in a few kicks. I'd be like, oh, help, come on. Like, give me a, give me a club. But, you should join the auxiliary, please. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I would, I would do it for the worst possible reasons. Wouldn't it be great? I'm I know. Thinking... I'm like, can I uh, get into the, uh, suppressing protesters with violence squad if you know if you have an opening for that yeah that has nothing to do with their cause i just hate them (laughs) you know i know i mean i just believe in uh violence and uh suppression of of these scumbags i'm afraid violence does solve certain problems and that's the please of course yeah it solves all and and they know that they seem to know that you know they they they, uh, want to limit the ability of the police to be violent you know people shit on the cops but you know who hates the cops first of all the people who hate the cops are supposed to criminals that's who hates the cops and and then there's another class of people that hates the cops those are people who look like criminals willfully but aren't necessarily uh, but they just go out of their way to appear to be doing criminal activity sure and then there's uh then there's like these racist white people who think that they need to block traffic to uh you know otherwise the blacks are going to be extinct you know which doesn't make any sense I, what, I never really thought that criminals really hated cops as much as these liberals do i mean it seems like uh most co- most criminals seem to get it you know it's uh it's a game you play you get caught you know you're like all right you got me this is it i go away for a while well yeah, I mean, it would be nice if it was that. If it was, I don't think it's always quite that friendly. But I mean, these gangs, you know, like uh, MS-13 or whatnot, you know, they're for real, uh, cutting off heads and shit like that. And uh, these, there's so many gangs in the city, so many fucking gangs. I, I, and they all have names that I don't even. Okay, it's not Blood's Crypt. It's like the the A21 Gorilla Team and shit like that. You know, all this. There's tons of them. You probably got gangs out where you live. Oh yeah, I'm sure. In no, violent we, Brooklyn, right? I live in uh, I live in Ridgewood now. It's actually pretty nice. Ridgewood, Queens. Now we got weird Latino biker gangs where I live. Believe it or not, that's what we have. Yeah, are they like the uh, what do you call it? The dirt bikers? No, they're like regular bikers. You know, you see like thirty of them all of a sudden just pull up, but uh, they seem all right. And look, I mean, I don't. I get along with anybody. I'm not, I kind of uh, like bikers though. I mean, you know, they're kind of cool. They can be. I mean, I feel like a biker is not going to fuck with you. He's got his bike. He's got to. He can't, can't leave his bike anywhere. You just got to get on the sidewalk. You're fine. Well, he's, yeah, he's trying to keep the heat off the fucking rest of every. You know, like they're not. Uh, they do things as, as a group together. They probably have to agree on. You know, like uh, if they're going to pillage or something like that. I don't know what they do, but I mean, like, uh, I, I I agree. The bikers are no problem. The bikers are the people that you go to. They they they're used for security and shit like that. They'll stab somebody who's trying to hurt Mick Jagger. Yeah, of course. For Christ's sake. It says, I don't think it's... Okay, so let's, I'm going to go through some of this story about Washington uh, Square Park. Because uh, Manhattan DA candidate uh, Liz Crotty, she laid the blame for Washington Square Park spiraling out of control on Mayor de Blasio. I think that's appropriate. Ripping, ripping uh, the mayor for setting a tone and uh, 
not helping the police do their job. He said uh, that uh, she didn't see a problem with what was going on in the park, trying to undercut it. Excuse me. He said he didn't see a problem with what was going on in the park and trying to undercut it. Karate said it at a press conference. Uh, and as a uh, constituent who happens to be a candidate, he's wrong. I see it on a daily basis. She's referring to uh, his comments earlier this week, suggesting that the mayhem and famed at uh, the famed green space would resolve itself naturally. And Seth Barron lives, uh, you know, whatever. I don't want to tell you where he lives. It's not too far from there. And he says, we, we've been talking about this shit for a while. So it, it's been open air drugs for at least for several years, probably its whole existence. But, you know, it's resurged lately. The crack, crack, crack. Uh, right there in the park. That was the way it started was the drugs. And then, like, uh, it, it's just gotten kind of... There was a fight club there now or something? A, That's what fight. I wanted to do. I wanted to get on the fight club. You know, I got back into my martial arts. It's been a long time. This, are, are you really? You're, you're beefing up? You're working out? <laughs> yeah, no, of course. No, I, I used to do boxing and jiu-jitsu and all that stuff. Oh. So, you know, we love to fight the... Uh, so you're kind of a tough guy. You, you, you're low-key, but you're, you're tough enough. I mean, if you know how to do jiu-jitsu... Uh, yeah, then, I get beat up by teenagers that are 16 years old, but sure. What? You're trying to steal a girlfriend. No. You can't blame him. Okay, so yeah, she's blaming it on the mayor. That's that's not only is that a uh, a, a fucking uh, what you told him. It's an accurate take. So uh, <laughs> I wish we could talk about India because there was a newborn adrift in the Ganges. How could they tell it from a turd? You know. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's gross. It's racist. Governor Cuomo's triumphant lifting of the state's coronavirus restrictions amid the fireworks. Oh, and the ensuing fireworks, part of the cynical ploy to burnish his image. Yeah, fuck, fuck Cuomo. He's just not a good dude. You know, I thought we had him. This is a real heartbreaker. That was uh, one of my greatest disappointments in life. Well, they really... They had him by the balls. And, and, then, then... The, and then as soon as the sexual harassment stuff started, they stopped talking about all the murder. Did you notice that? Wait, you mean the nursing home murders or other murders? The nursing home murders. There's other ones, I'm sure. But the nursing home murders, they they would, that would they were starting to make a big deal out of that. And he had deals with this and all that kind of shit. And there was a payment. But, uh, I know. It was like but you then killed 20,000 like, people, but you also called some middle-aged woman hot. So, I mean, that's the real crime. Yeah, you also suggested you'd like to be naked with a young woman. Uh, it's, it's really... Uh, it's we, we don't have our priorities straight. You know, I guess one thing sells papers, the other one doesn't. Dead old people should really be more of a, a you problem. Can, you can kill 40,000 people, as, you know, as long as you don't hit on some old frump. That's, uh, some of that's them were going young. too far. I, were they young? I didn't even there think was they a were, young age. There was a young age. I thought they were like 47, to be honest. I'm not sure. Mm, there was one that was a young age. I th what if they were all 47? You know, the ones that, uh, the ones that Joe Biden hit on, now, I don't know what they looked like, but I, they were, one of them was, he tried to kiss her or something. She was a fucking, she's nobody you'd want to kiss. He kisses everybody. <laughs> well, I, I don't remember the one woman that got fingered by him in the 90s or something. Yeah. Grabbing, he grab, he literally grabbed her by the pussy, I, and I think, uh, yeah. they let it go. They're like, because all this believe all women shit, you know. And this woman here is clearly inebriated on benzos and just... God knows what she's done with her life. She says that in the 80s, Trump cornered her in a dressing room or something, and she has no corroborating evidence, blah, blah, blah. However, it's very credible, you know, and then they want to fucking, you know, throw him in the garbage for that. Did you ever uh, perform with Stormy? I saw that, uh, you know, your your friend there, Aaron Berg, was opening for her, like, all over the city for a while. No he was, shit. like, his opening, it was the opening act. Aaron for... Berg was opening for Stormy Daniels? Yeah, she was a comedian for a while, I swear to God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. She, um, 
I thought she was a stripper or something. I don't know what she was doing, but I know Aaron Berg was opening for her all over. Because he, you know, Aaron Berg used to be a stripper. Uh, apparently, I've seen some tapes. And uh, so maybe he was doing that deal. I guess you'd want somebody. But look, she can't follow Aaron Berg. Aaron Berg's fucking hilarious. You can see us in uh, Las Vegas, by the way, Comedians of Compound. We're doing Really? Yeah. Wow. We're there the 10th and the 11th, I do believe, of uh, September. So just uh, all you got to do is do it. Oh, we're going to be uh, in uh, East Brunswick, too, coming up. I believe that is July 17th. So anyway, Comedians of Compound. Uh, check Twitter for dates and uh, follow me at Pat Dixon on Twitter. Uh, I would, you're not on Twitter, Anthony, and you're better off. Uh, now, a, a 36-year-old man died trying to retrieve a volleyball from the East River next to Domino Park in, a Brooklyn, in a Brooklyn on Wednesday night. Was the volleyball okay? No, uh, what, what was his name? Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. This guy. Is, uh, can you imagine dying trying to retrieve a volleyball? Sometimes you got to go for it, you know. Leave it all on the field. Are you really a man if you let your volleyball wash out to sea? Yes, sure you are. I don't know if you can live with yourself. <laughs> You're a living man. Uh, <laughs> a thirty-six. This thirty-six-year-old Andre Romanov. A Google sales engineer. So, good riddance. You could probably afford a volleyball with a Google seller, you would think. They give you a free one at Google. You get <laughs> everything free. You know, they got these, like, uh, cafeteria, everything's free. Slammed into a guardrail before falling into the waters. What? This is, a, 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 is this two different stories. He slammed into a guardrail before falling into the water about 640. Uh, perhaps the railing could be... What? Did he drive a motorcycle off the pier? What happened here? <sighs> okay. He died trying to retrieve volleyball from the East River. Okay. And then it says, Andre Romanoff, 36, a Google sales engineer, slammed into a guardrail before falling into the water waters at about 640 p.m. Uh, his brother, Mikhail Romanoff, told the Post, perhaps the railing... Could be extended. Such small changes would certainly have been worth it if they could have saved his life, given the enormous positive impact he had on so many people. I don't understand this fucking story at all. His brother is blaming the railing for him trying to save a volleyball. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he's trying to save a volleyball, and there's a railing. I mean, I'm an attorney, so I, I could see that maybe they should have a, a warning on the railing. Don't try to save your volleyball. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll reimburse you. Call this number if you need a volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a fool. Don't go into the East River or the Hudson or any body of water. Well, I mean, if you go on these bridges, you know, you see the little signs. Do not jump off the bridge. It's not a good idea. Like, they have warning signs. Like, don't jump off the George W. Bridge. It's going to be a bad idea. You Does know? it save lives, you think? Probably one guy's like, shit, I was going to do it. Oh, I came here to do that. Is it? We're not, okay, fuck. Um, that is the suicide bridge of choice here in town. The, the GWB. Yeah, it's nice and high. You don't want a low bridge where you might bounce and... Actually, just be paralyzed. <laughs> you don't want to be floating to shore like, oh, crap. Yeah, man, where's my legs and arms? Here we have a uh, supernatural plea deal, a notorious Manhattan psychic, and one of her cohorts. This is a lot of novelty stories, I feel like. Dodged a prison sentence, each given five months probation Thursday for uh, bilking gullible victims at hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So do you think, do you agree with this kind of law? That like Absolutely not. I mean, if that's illegal, then how is any psychic legal? I mean, it's all bilking. I mean, that's the entire nature of the business. It I is. Mean, it, it's like, like uh, suing a chiropractor for cracking your back. I mean, that's, that's you 
bilking is number one. You know, it's it, the, it, it's all yeah, it's almost the, the the entire system of commerce really is bilking. It's all based on bilking, all of it. I mean, like you need a haircut, you need dick pills, you know, you need you need a new jacket. You need a new car. How know? do you prove she's not psychic, though? That's the real question. Yeah, in mean, a shadow of a doubt, you can prove she's not psychic. But is that what you, would that be your defense? Prove she's not psychic. Prove it. Prove she built. Bring your expert psychic witness. Usually, they they describe here how it goes. Um, the the crystal the crystal gazing hacks. You can't win a medical malpractice lawsuit without a doctor on your own side to swear under oath that the other doctor is full of shit. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> By that standard, how could you prove it? The burden of evidence is on the, is on the plaintiff. The crystal gazing hacks Ann Thompson and Sarah Demetrio, Demetrio they had uh, each pleaded guilty in Manhattan criminal court to charges of scheming to defraud. Okay, grand larceny agreed to pay back more than $200,000 part of the plea deal. Uh, in impassioned statements before the sentencing, two victims, including one who says she was duped out of more than seven hundred and forty grand by Thompson, pleaded with the judge to impose a harsh sentence on the women who said they uh, preyed on them and they struggled emotionally. So they paid back, like, a portion of what they'd stolen, allegedly. That's fair. I mean, you know, you argue with the bill. You get a little bit off. Yeah, I guess you know, like, you know a restaurant and the fries are cold. You know, you get a little bit off. You sure. were you were right. I was lonely for my ex, but she wasn't wrong about everything. She probably got a few right. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's basically they look at you, they size you up, and they go, "Here's what this bitch wants to hear." She wants to hear that she's still sexy, her ex-boyfriend still wants to be with her, and that her current boyfriend is cheating on her, and uh, that her dream means something. Guilty. What do you think about this for an idea for the homeless? Okay, so we got all these little, uh, <laughs> all those parking spaces were lost, 8,500 parking spaces lost sure. to the little houses that they've built to these little temporary dining things, right? Mm -hmm. Which are filled with rats from the food. Yeah, of course. They look awful. Yeah. I mean, they're just awful. People are wrecking into them sometimes. You know, you you create this fucking, what could be more perfect to attract rats? People are eating, they're dropping delicious restaurant food, and uh, the rats have all this, you know, they got plenty of places to hide. Okay, so you don't let them be, the those aren't the restaurants anymore. You just, like, take them. Sure. And the homeless people have little houses to live in. Well, where, where you put the houses at? Just put them on an island somewhere? I just leave them on the street. Okay, sure. Just say, that's where the homeless people live, you know? <laughs> Maybe they could pay rent to the fucking restaurant or something or work in it. They could have a job at the restaurant. Now that's, that's the choice that the restaurant has. You can either get rid of this fucking thing or you can let homeless people live in it and work in your restaurant. I but can't see can, what could go wrong with this plan. It's I, flawless. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, it would, it would uh, get rid of the rat problem too out there. I'll tell you, you know what I think would be good for the city? See if you like this idea. Think about where the least violence takes place in terms of schools. I would say schools with uniforms. Sure. We need a city uniform. Nice. For citizens. And it needs to be something pretty sharp. Maybe like a uh, some sort of a knit shirt, like a black and a gold or something. And well, we've already got, you know, uh, Brig Brother watching us, making sure we have our vaccination cards. So a uniform is probably the next step. You know, uh -huh. maybe some kind of, you know, monochrome, gray, drab. Dystopian uniform, yeah. like North Korean style. Right, right. We can wear a little de Blasio, uh, you know, like a little insignia of uh, the glorious mayor. Yeah. What What in the world is this guy going to do once his mayor thing is over? I mean, where can he go? He's probably going to run for president six or seven more times, get about zero percent of the vote. Keep operating in the uh, as, a, as a, a nobody in the Democrat Party or something. I mean, I guess what he'll he's going to try to get a cabinet post or something like that, I suppose. And. 
Yeah, he probably will eventually get appointed to something. I mean, he does know how to fuck shit up. I mean, he was very efficient at that. So as far as, like, getting his bullshit passed... Yeah, he, he got his it. wife the million, what, the billion dollars for her uh, imaginary... Two, two billion, I think. Was it two billion? Or was it... Maybe it was Maybe it was only a billion. But, yeah, for the imaginary Thrive NYC program, which You've does seen nothing... you big Thrive buildings with a big blinking lights everywhere. You know, they're everywhere. All these Thrive officers. I mean, they spent $2 billion, clearly. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're always going around helping homeless people who are all crazy, and they are offering assistance to people who, uh, you know, are in some sort of jeopardy but due to their mental illness. They're helping them find help. They're getting medication, making sure people take their medication. I hardly ever see a single crazy person anymore. I mean, that's the one <laughs> thing I could say. They took the crazies right out of the city. I haven't smelled a human shit in a subway and... It's, it's been, I think it's the last time I was on the train, uh, there were some feces. Everybody's crazy. And, and people who ask you for money now are so much crazier. And, and a lot of them aren't even asking for money. They're just sitting there shaking and saying weird shit. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes the people that don't look like they're, you know, I saw a guy with a gun on the train yesterday. Holy shit. He didn't take it out, but I knew he had it. And I, so I just switched cars. I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, like, let's just switch cars. It was on the way back from Coney Island. You been there? Oh, of course. I used to always love the uh, Mermaid Parade where all the titty girls out. That was fun back in the day. Oh, yeah. I went to it one time, and it was. I took a lot of video footage, and it's just. It's a New York that you wouldn't recognize now because it's so carefree. And, uh, yeah, it was. It's Amy. Uh, what am I saying? Chrissy Mayer went to them. I was accompanying her because I'm like, she can't be by herself wearing this, which is ridiculous. Uh, she was a fish of some sort. Great costume. Yeah, I was a um, I was a man turned into a pig. It was the uh, Greek myth of Circe, who was a sorceress, and I was her pig slave, and that was fun. That was in about two thousand and five. Circe, two thousand five. That's like Game of Thrones. Circe is that the same? Oh type no, name? it was Circe. It was from uh, it was from uh, the myth of I think Hercules or some shit. You know, she turned huh. everyone into a pig, and then uh, eventually Hercules figured it out. Figured out to turn back into a human or something. <laughs> Those old myths are really. They seem real arbitrary sometimes. Yeah, a lot of it was kind of bullshit, you know? They, like, trick the Cyclops, poke him in the eye, and he can't run, can't see him, he's running around. <laughs> Stuff like that. It was all, like, so, shenanigans. Three Stooges-esque. Uh, and, but uh, the, the one guy who, like, was it Saturn? Is that the guy? The Kronos. Kronos was the original. They all got, like, six names, so it's a little confusing. Because they go from Greek to Roman and all that kind of shit and whatever else. But Kronos was the guy, and he has... Uh, one of them uh, ate his kids, but then the kids switched the their mouth with rocks somehow. Exactly. And then they got him back, you and know? And cut his dick off and threw it into the ocean, and that's where the islands came from. Yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch there. I, I mean, Jesus is a bit of a telltale, but that's, you know, at least semi-plausible. Okay. Yeah, cutting off a dick and it turns into land. Uh, and eating all the kids to begin with. Every time she'd have a kid, he'd just like fucking pop it in his mouth like it was a like a fucking milk dud. Yeah, no, but they're all fine though because they were gods, so they were just chilling. And then uh, they were allowed to do shit like that. Yeah, but I, you know what? Um, one thing I have done is is mostly given up hope <laughs> on New York, on on America. It's it's like they there's been a light shown on it now to go. Oh, well, this is an illusion all along. It's the end of that. I mean, we're not going to have a real uh, a real country anymore. No, I mean that's kind of the end. I mean, it is. It, the, the the Great Reset has begun, and and I haven't read it too much on the Great Reset. I know it has a lot to do with the environment and a lot to do with racial justice. And, and some maybe some kind of new money system. And we basically all wind up sort of in these, commu these like, uh, city areas 
that are no longer like actually cities. It's like these counties and shit like that. And and the, we're not going to be states anymore. They're subdivided different. Well, yeah, I mean, it seems like the, the big picture is they don't like the idea of people just having their own house and just not really needing anyone else. Everyone has to be part of some big web where everybody has to rent and everybody gets a carbon credit and you can drive your car for five minutes a day. And then after that, you know, you have to pay more and you can't eat too much meat because you're yeah, it so. seems like they just want to be uh, they don't like the idea of people doing things. You know, everybody has to be uh, reporting in and, you know. Independence like, is like, uh, yeah, they don't, they're not into that. That seems to be the whole big gist of it. You know, everybody's going to, you know, share a car, you know, you're going to share your uh, house, you're going to live in a pod. And we're going to decide exactly how much of all these things you do. Yeah, you get a cockroach paste instead of a cheeseburger. Why are they trying to better. make us eat bugs for guys sake? I mean, I know the environment they're trying to do. It's a weird bit. thing. It's they, a weird thing. They want us to eat bugs. I'm not, and, and I did, it's weird. You say it, it sounds so weird, but they, they are saying shit like that. Like It's the big thing. There's some sort of a tick. I saw today in some 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 little clip that apparently if you get bitten by this tick, it gives you a meat allergy, like a beef allergy, and they want to like let people get bitten by this tick so that they actually cannot eat beef. That's like like something they're planning on doing. But why would they need to do that if it's in a vaccine eventually, right? I, I feel that it's the weak just want to bring down the strong. I mean, that's it seems to be what you know the whole world is going towards. It's just these, you know, creepy little goblin men, you know, the Fauci's and the Bill Gates, they just want to, they just want to, you know, emasculate everybody. So everyone else is just a little wormy jellyfish person. You know, that's what I feel like. I think you're right. I think you're right. They're all going to live in a little, a a government pod and eat their paste and Klaus Schwab or whatever in Davos. You know, you know, you know, an agribusiness where they just keep injecting, you know, chemicals into the cows and, you know, this one will be good for uh, its hooves. It'll be docile won't do anything you know it's uh i mean i can work at the dmv yeah i think they want to make us all little creepy Fauciian creatures we went from saying you don't really need to wear a mask to you should really wear a mask <laughs> that's not flip-flopping a mask that's taking data and then flip-flop well they have a way of, of, of gauging work now by the movements that you make and that's what you get paid for that's so terrifying yeah i mean it's really no more gold bricking at all it's like a, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. They have facial recognition technology in uh, that they've developed in China, which will be you, like you can get on a bus and it can look at your face and go, oh, he can afford it. And they take the money out of your bank account wow. instead of all this troublesome swiping of the card and everything. But think of the sensitivity of this equipment that they must have to do the facial recognition in China. You know, I have the unlimited metro card, of course, since I'm in the city every day, but I walk by the uh, the subway g- gate too close and it charges me because my phone, because my phone touches the gate. Oh, man. And then you get like a $2 charge. And you know, it adds up. It happens now and then. If you touch the... Uh, it's not, It's just not their money to just take out of your fucking phone. Because now they have a thing now where you just tap your phone. So if, you're, if your phone, you know, is in your pocket and touches the side of the subway, it charges you like two bucks. That's not something you have to opt in for? No. No, if you oh, have uh, Apple Pay. Oh, man. I've probably, that's probably been happening to me, too. I mean, it's like 250 so what are you going to do, fight 250 275 And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to start jumping the fucking turnstile every time I get a chance now. Oh, come on. I mean. Not that I don't, I really don't jump the turnstile because you know what? I'm not good at it. 
you're in a rush, you haven't a metro card on you, come on. I will do it. I will do it. Sometimes I leave my I just leave my metro card in my other pants and I'm like, I have a metro card, so come on, I'm not gonna spend three three bucks almost and then three bucks back. It's, it's yeah, I mean it's, they, they got my hundred and forty bucks. They can uh, they can suck it up. It's unlimited. It's uh, not limited to the times that you have your card necessarily. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, thanks for talking, Anthony Lowen. It's a pleasure to see you. It's good to catch up. We haven't talked in a long time and uh, so that's why we had to talk about some of this other shit. Get it, get it straightened out. We didn't quite get to, uh, you know, January 6th. but uh, <laughs> I was not there. Maybe another time. But uh, again, yeah, thanks one more time for being here and uh, talk to you soon again, I hope. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Mm-hmm.